Stoveleg Media, igniting conversation. The Beast at Kings Island is the world's largest wooden lo- roller coaster. Welcome to the Fact Off. Welcome to the Fact Off, your weekly battle of facts, y'all. Alex is the host, not a slack off. Mike's got the facts that'll smack y'all. But don't worry, cuz Pat's got your back, y'all. It's the Fact Off. It's the Fact Off. Yeah, it's the Fact Off. Welcome to the Fact Off. I'm your host, Alex, and it's with me as always is Mikey Sands. What's up, buddy? And Pat. Hey, everybody. <laughs> How you I guys doing today? a cool nickname. What? Because your last name doesn't generate a good, like, Pat Mello. Or Pat Mello. Yeah, right. Just call me Pat. I'm sorry. I, I strike it for the record. <laughs> <laughs> I think I said largest wooden roller coaster. I think it's technically the longest wooden roller coaster. You also called it a Lollard coaster. So. <laughs> no, I, I, don't, I don't care. I don't it lulls you to sleep. <laughs> it does. It truly does. No, the thing jerks you around so hard, I you would never fall asleep on that ride. I want to get that clean and just keep playing Mike saying, that thing jerks you around so hard. <laughs> yeah, so welcome to uh, Fact Off, a weekly podcast where we each bring you a random or obscure fact, and you, the listeners, decide who had the best fact. Yeah, the start winner. voting, people. Yeah. <laughs> I'm tired of losing. Please vote for Pat. He needs it. Yeah, uh, Pat, you went on a long winning streak early on. Real out the gate, I was hot. And then and then people realized you were a jerk and stopped voting yeah, for you. I, I think people realized you're just copy and pasting your facts. Yeah. <laughs> who, who said that? <laughs> <laughs> I think you said something about that like last week or something. Keep it on the DL. It wasn't recorded, so I never said it. That's true. It was striking from the record. <laughs> yes. So, as the listeners got to vote, they voted for Mike to win last week's fact. Of course they did. Every week. his beloved fact about breakfast. And I think what really helped Mike's fact was me talking about breakfast foods I like. I edited all that out because you talked did forever you? about all you your did. flapjacks. Yeah, it, it cut off my part where... <laughs> I said, Ali's just spent 30 minutes talking about Flapjack. Or, no, uh, I did leave that part in. Yeah. <laughs> no, I did not listen to last week's episode. You were like the Forrest Gump of uh, <laughs> breakfast meat. I assume that's why you won. So what's your victory fact, Mike, since you won? Oh, yeah. Since I'm the, the winner and uh, pretty awesome. I'm going to tell you this, guys. <laughs> Male babies in the womb... <laughs> get a, get erections. Nuh-uh. That's, that's not true. true. Yeah. That's not true. It is. No. And scientists think because it keeps the tissue like alive, um, so that's why blood flow goes in and out. Um, but yeah, male male babies get erections. Good for them. Or is it like when their parents are like watching stuff on the TV? Yes, when the parents are watching stuff. Well, but not, little known fact, this would be a side victory fact, is that babies can see out of the womb. Like it's like a it's like a two way mirror. <laughs> yeah. You can't see them, but they can, we can see them, but they can see us. Yeah, that's why they're always so hard. They're just watching everything that's going on, getting excited. They're like, "I'm gonna be there in like nine months. I'm gonna see that." I didn't say they're always so. You're putting words no, you in my mouth. Made it, you made it seem like they're always hard. I no, okay. Full disclosure, I called Mike's baby doctor when Mike was born. <laughs> they said they've never seen a baby so hard in their life. 
<laughs> okay, that's true. <laughs> he came out boner first. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Are you ready to get to your Pat's Facts Fabtabular? Yeah, Pat's Yeah, family. why not? Who cares? <laughs> Pat's Funny Fact fact Time Factacular Fun Time. Just in case we have new listeners, uh, this is actually uh, Pat just gives us five quick facts that he pulled from a calendar. Yeah. I got a calendar gift, as one does. I got a calendar a gift. <laughs> and it has a random fact every day, and I pick five of the best for the week, and you're stuck listening to it. It's yes. either this or talk about Mike's baby boner, so <laughs> I say we go with these. I hope one of the facts on the card is <laughs> Mike was, <laughs> was All right, the hardest baby on, ever born. <laughs> All right. I like this is maybe my favorite one of the week. No, you can't. No, you're just an unbiased opinion. Unbiased. Me and Mike gets to, Mike gets <laughs> to pick the best. I get to pick the worst. No, I'm All the right, one so. who picks the worst. Okay. I'll oh, pick the best. Guys, you're both the worst. All right. So neutral. This is me being neutral. I'll pick a different one. People who fear Friday the 13th suffer from Friga Triscade acophobia. Sounds like a, a cracker. That's a good one because <laughs> we'll be recording this on... Thursday the twelfth. That means tomorrow is Friday the thirteenth. Friday the thirteenth. I know. This episode actually probably will release on Friday the thirteenth. This fact is from tomorrow. This is a future fact. But this is back in time. No, but I picked from tomorrow's because I I picked today. But then you're gonna think tomorrow's the fourteenth all day when you look at your calendar. And then I won't be afraid anymore. (laughs) Sure. Why didn't he go to work (laughs) today? It's Saturday. All right. Did you know? A single teaspoon of honey represents the life work of 12 bees. Really? How big is a teaspoon? Very small. I expect more. It's like a fingernail, I think. Your pinky nail. Okay. Yeah. Um, I expect more from bees. Thanks, Should bees. take 50 bees. They accomplish more than Alex Maloney has in his lifetime, so. <laughs> that yeah, is you've true. You've made me zero buckets of honey. Yeah. <laughs> you want Your me to blood. make honey? Speaking of what Alex makes, his blood makes up Eight percent of his body weight. Oh, that's why I'm so fat. <laughs> that's it. I got all the blood Wait, right around my belly. Is this him particular, or like this fact is just about Alex in particular? <laughs> yeah, they're getting real specific. These these random daily facts. Eight percent of your ba- body fat is blood. Yeah. Do you? So do you have more blood if you're fatter? You would need more blood, right? Because it has to circulate more, right? I don't know. Probably. This is very scientific, guys. All right, next up, Janice Joplin left $2,500 in her will for her friends to have a party. What? Bugger fat and bat rude. Has she died yet? Yeah, she died <laughs> yes. a long time ago. Okay. I believe she did. Did her friends yeah. ever have that party? We're having it right now. Woo! Oh. <laughs> I was wondering why you're so late to this recording. <laughs> yeah. And finally, a donkey will sink in quicksand, but a mule won't. How, That's who uh, did oh. this study? <laughs> I don't know. Somebody's like, "Is that a dog or a mule?" Quick, go get me some quicksand. That's the only way you can tell the difference. Yeah, that's. I mean, I stare at them all day long, and unless they're one is drowning in quicksand, <laughs> you, you got me. Maybe it's like their feet. Like maybe their feet are a little bit different. Yeah, they can't yeah. like grip the sand. I don't. I know. think mules have those like little tennis rackets that people wear in the <laughs> in the snow. Galoshes. <laughs> yes. I always wondered. I, I didn't realize they actually amputated those off of mules, and that's, uh, that's what you used in the winter. That's a new fact for everybody. That's our 
one of these six facts is fake. Guess which one it was? <laughs> that's one of the don't Google this shit. Yeah. yeah don't, don't Google, don't this, Google this fact. I think that's the dumbest fact because I don't believe it. <laughs> ounce of it, mules, and I don't even remember Alex the other Alex didn't believe a fact last week. What is with you guys not believing the calendar? Just trust the calendar. <laughs> I'm kind of curious where this calendar was even purchased at. An that- old man at a market sold it to me, and then when I turned around, he was gone. <gasps> wow. Okay. Uh, I think the best fact is the blood fact. Never excuse for being overweight. You have so much blood to give. <laughs> you should be giving extra blood. Like, That's the all best the time. fact. I thought the bees one was good. The past couple of times I tried to donate blood, like it, they can't get any, so they just like give up. Well, for Alex, they just like they do what they do with syrup, and they just jam like a little <laughs> faucet into his arm, and they turn it, and it just drips out real slow. Yeah, it sucks. So they like giving blood, but the past couple of times I've done it, like they can't get enough out to give, uh, like to donate. Yeah, because they're so stingy. Yeah, All right, worst yeah. fact: holding on to that blood. No, Come on. Best. Mike said the worst one was the donkey and the mule. Oh, that's right. Donkey we already covered all that. All right. Sorry. Whatever. And the most famous donkey of them all? Eeyore. No. Dominic. Dominic the donkey. Don't know who yeah. that is. Dominic the Christmas donkey? No. Nope. That's going to be my fact this Christmas. <laughs> Still doesn't ring a bell. <laughs> so, listeners, look at this remind me. <laughs> me. <laughs> remind me to do my fact about Dominic the yeah, donkey. Yeah. It's Dominic the donkey. We're gonna dig. The Italian Christmas donkey. Alright, Mike, pick who goes first. Please end this song. Well, alright, Pat, you went first last week. I did. And it didn't. And Alex, you went last. So you go first this week, Alex. Oh. So, since we've been doing this for a while, you guys know me. And what's my favorite thing to do? Click your pen while you're doing your fact. Oh, I already did. What's that? Uh, what's that? Uh, national park you like to go to? Big Bone Lick. Yeah, it's, Big Bone Lick. Couch. <laughs> no, but as we all all know, my favorite thing in the world to do is to run. I'm a runner. Oh yes, runner's for body. sure. Yep. <laughs> a runner of what? No, yeah, just run for fun. You know, I was in a running club at one point with one half of this, one third of this podcast. I do remember that. We ran up a hill once, and we quit. I was like, yep. <laughs> so, you ever wonder why a marathon is 26.2 miles? I know I learned kilometers. it. kilometers. <laughs> I learned it. Because it's I in kilometers, it. Mike? <laughs> because it's in kilometers, they pick miles. Well, you have to convert it over, because it's not, it's not in, like, never mind. No, that's, that's not it. It's not it. Okay. <laughs> it's not it. Just stop interrupting. <laughs> so... <laughs> Let's in a hatchet. This goes all the way back to Greece, the country, not the. All movie. your facts do. That's true, and Greece, which was located in Big Bone Lake State Park. <laughs> Little known fact. You have to listen way, way back to like early episodes <laughs> to get that one. Uh, Greeks, Greece was in a battle with the Persian Empire, who was going to destroy Athens. I saw that movie. Yep. So in 490 BC, the Persian army that outnumbered Athens, they say by like two to one, lost to the Athens. What? The Athenians. What? They won. So a guy named Philodides. How did he do that? They won. (laughs) Yeah. Is that you win? You win. He was so excited. 
He ran all the way back from Marathon where the battle took place to Athens and said, we won. And then he died on the spot. <laughs> and I think I remembered hearing that. I thought his name yeah. was Marathon. No. So they think that's a legend. They say uh, the real the one theory thinks is that the Persian army split off the two. One took the boats to go attack Athens directly, and the others went to uh, Marathon. And the Athens armies fought them at Marathon, beat them, and was rushed home so fast and got back. By the time the Persian army was attacking Athens and then beat them again there. Wait, so even back then they fought over gas stations? Yep. <laughs> but they said that the Philodides guy, they think, most people think that he actually ran from Athens to Sparta to get them to help in the war, which would have been 150 miles uh, one way. So that makes Hold more on. sense. He would have. Is that the guy that got kicked in the chest by Leonidas? <laughs> the beginning of 300? I don't think so. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah, right. They did have all their names on top of their heads uh, in the movie, oh, so you could do exactly should. who they were. Yeah. yeah. I just think of the Hercules line where like, it was a lot of us's when I see 300. <laughs> yeah. Um, but so Marathon to Athens is how many miles? 26.2. No, 25 miles. Oh. 25 miles. So how did we get to 26.2 miles? I know that's what you're thinking, Mike. A bad measuring tape. <laughs> so the marathon was never an old-timey Olympic sport, never like a Greece sport. Like That wasn't part of it. But when they brought back the Olympics in 1896, the Olympics were like, hey, we should do a marathon like to honor this event, this guy running back and di- saying, we won, and then dying. So they set it at 25 miles. And like, oh, okay. So that's easy. what they did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's that last mile and two. And the first person to won was a Greek water carrier named Spider-Man Lewis. Spider-Man Lewis. Okay. Yep. <laughs> so we're still not to 26.2 miles. So smash cut to 1908. Wow, that's London, a big smash cut. Yeah. London, England. That's like somebody's lives. So legend has it, or rumor has it, that Queen Alexander wanted the children at the Royal Nursery at Windsor Castle to see the start of the race. And the race was going to go from Windsor Castle to Olympic Stadium and end at the Royal Box in front of the Queen. So, and that was 26.2 miles away. Wow. That's a big flex. Yeah. Some people believe that they that's how they, the course was set up to get to the end in front of the royal box was why it was 26.2, not that they wanted the little kids to watch them take off. No one wants to see somebody running, start running. They want to see them finish running. But the reason that people think that this stuck is because of the finish. So the person in the lead, the, uh, Dano... I don't know why I even put names I, in I had to say It doesn't that, matter who was in the lead. the hardest names. Yes. Yep. He was a he was an Italian fellow by the name that's of Durano Pavici. His parents aren't listening. He was in the lead and he turned the wrong way. <laughs> and by the time he realized when he was in the uh stadium he turned the wrong way, he turned back and collapsed. 
and then two officials helped him up and helped him finish the race. That's cheating. Yeah, that's what the second place finisher from the U.S., Johnny Hayes, said. He protested, like, hey, they help him finish the race. Can't do that. I, I won the race. He fell. Um, he had a disability. He couldn't figure his directions out. Yeah. So the this Italian guy became like a, not like an icon, but famous for this. And the queen actually gave him a special cup. And then in 1921, that's when the Olympic Committee officially ma- made marathons 26.2 miles. No, I thought you were going to say they named a GPS company after him or something. <laughs> yep, they did. I can't Called think of a GPS company. Ways Tom Tom. Yeah, <laughs> his name was Giovanni Ways. The name of my fact is How Far We Run. Aw. And that's it, folks. Well, thank you for listening to Fact Off. And don't need to listen to anything else. <laughs> no, I want to continue my winning streak, so I'm going next. All right. Oh, see, Mike has a... They, they call him Mikey May, everybody, because he's going to win every week in May. Yeah. Uh, don't jinx me. I thought it was... I thought the full name was... Jinx. Mikey may you shut up. <laughs> That's what his mom calls him. Alex, may you remove your pen and shove it up your butt. <laughs> oh, snap. I'll never stop clicking. <laughs> All right. Have you guys ever experienced... Oh, my God. I can edit you out anyways. <laughs> Run multi-track. I would never stop clicking. <laughs> Have you guys ever experienced the brown note? I no. heard of it from South Park. A note so low it will make you go in your <laughs> pants. I, is it real? It's not real, right? Well, that's the thing. I, I, it came up over the weekend, and I'm like, is this real or is this just legend? So I got had to look into it a little Isn't bit. Isn't it what that Taco Bell commercial is when you hear that dung? That's what it is. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's after you eat at Taco Bell that that happens. Not listening to the bell. Before and after. Side note to Mike's fact, the uh, Mexican pizza, I think, is coming back this month, so everybody can calm down. The world can rejoice. Yeah, there was actually, I think, an account online where the guy exercised every single day until they brought the Mexican pizza back. I think he lost like 80 And then then he ran from Marathon to Athens and told him we won, and he died right there. (laughs) He died. Don't you bring your fact into my fact. I would bring it in the past back, too. I'll work it in somehow. All right. All right. <laughs> so I looked into this, and uh, it turns out not so... It's it's not a real It's not a real thing. It's not a real thing. They did Mythbusters back in 2005 on it, and they, they couldn't prove it either. Um, the idea was, like, you could play a bass note so low that it would vibrate, I guess, your internal organs and make you poop your pants. Uh but the origin was from like a spoof article in the New Scientist uh, in England, 1970s. That's why I always read the old scientists. Oh, it goes back so, all the way to the 70s? I yeah, really it goes all the way like back to then. It, it wasn't just a Cartman thing from South Park. Um, but yeah, it, the origin was a 110-foot wide speaker in Victorian England called the Colossophone, I guess, cool played a note so low that the audience crapped their pants during the <laughs> national anthem. <laughs> God save the queen, <laughs> land that I love. <laughs> See, I, 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 I <laughs> exactly. I totally gave up on the brown note because it it ended up being like a uh, 
a rabbit hole, a brown rabbit hole that I couldn't. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Keep it classy. I'm sorry. That's just what it ended up being. But I did stumble upon in my research another sound that induces something else. Lactation. <laughs> no. No, that would be hilarious, though. Um, no, this sound induces vomiting. Yeah. Oh, don't play it. Uh, no. All right, folks, <laughs> turn up your speakers really loud. We're about to rock. Um, <laughs> oh, God. No. Keep it classy, that I said. <laughs> All right. It's, I'm set the stage right here. It's 1955. <gasps> the year I was born. Yeah. You're not that old. And the Navy needs a fighter plane. They're like, hey, we're tired of launching these planes off of our aircraft carriers with catapults. We need a plane that can take off on its own. We don't need to use these catapults anymore. So they enlisted the help of a company that makes airplanes, you know. Nice. Oh, nice. Really? Yes. <laughs> they, went so to the pe- they went to the pencil company and they had nothing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And at the time, the Jets weren't fast enough to accelerate on their own. Um, and now the Jets football team isn't fast enough to win games. <laughs> exactly. They're not. <laughs> so they had to come up with a new idea for this plane. Um, the plane was called the Republic XF84H, but it's better know known. my password? I know. Yeah, that's your <laughs> password. Sorry, guys. <laughs> it's better known by the nickname... Thunder Screech. Oh, yeah. It's or the Mighty Earbanger. Nice. That's pretty good. I think they picked That was Pat's nickname in high school. Mighty the- Earbanger. <laughs> that sounds like a Pat nickname. Uh, <laughs> to achieve the quick takeoff, what they did was they combined a propeller, the prop on the plane, with a jet engine. So it was like a jet engine that was had a propeller on the outside instead of like in the inside, like where there's a fan usually. And so this okay. propeller spun so fast that basically the prop was always going at breaking the sound barrier. Oh wow! So when it was idling on, like when it, basically when they started it and it it just started going, when it was idling, the the prop was just breaking the sound barrier, and people could hear Jeez. the the engine going twenty five miles away. Jeez. And uh, obviously, that's not going to be a ideal situation because, uh, first off, like uh, the aircraft control tower has like a bunch of um, instruments and sensitive equipment up there. So anytime the plane's engine started up, it would throw all that stuff out of whack. So they would have to tow this plane out, way, way out from the air- airport to the furthest part of the airport just to even start her up. 25 miles at least. <laughs> yeah, it was in a different airport. They they towed it <laughs> out to a completely different location. But didn't um, they say it was just like a pull string like you had on your lawnmower to start it, though? Yes, <laughs> it was a pull string. Um, well, I mean, s- some planes actually started by just pushing the prop back in the day. But um, So 11 of the 12 test flights for this plane ended up in catastrophic engine failure. So... This plane not only was loud and obnoxious, but it also failed. Like it was, it wasn't a reliable plane. And <laughs> it sounds like Pat. <laughs> I am also not a reliable plane. I keep telling you, I'm not a reliable plane. But the shock waves from this airplane's engine 
cause like the crew members on the ground to start vomiting. It was so loud that it would cause Jeez. like reactions like vomiting or like intense headaches and that sort of thing. It was probably the headaches that caused the vomiting. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. But um it, it was it was pretty bad. Like the plane was knocking sure. people over onto the ground. It was just so powerful of a oh, of a prop. Um so yeah a year went went by, and they decided this is this is not going to cut it. We can't even get this plane fast enough, anyways. So, um, it didn't work out. But we have the awesome name, the Mighty Earbanger, uh, to remember her by. Shall we have a moment of silence? <laughs> yes, a moment of silence for the Mighty Earbanger for the loudest thing of all time. <laughs> What's yeah. the name of your effect, Mike? I was I was banger. in between the mighty ear banger and the thunder screech, but I think it has to be the mighty ear banger. What? Why not thunder screech colon the mighty ear banger? Because I don't want to write that much stuff down. Semicolon propeller thing from semicolon the Republic XF dash H four eighty four H porn. <laughs> so is the mighty Mick ear banger? Yeah. Yes. So that was my fact. But for me, if you like loud things. Okay, I will. <laughs> um, actually, I saw I saw Doctor Strange the other day. It was the loudest movie I've ever been in my whole life. Was it the Mighty Earbanger? Why did you say it like that? <laughs> yeah, never mind. I was going to vote for you this week, but uh, I take it back. <laughs> you and your baby boner can go somewhere else. <laughs> I had a nickel for every time Pat said that. I'm like... <laughs> Wait, are we talking about babies? So, I don't know if you guys know this, but recently in the news, there's been a lot of debate about a certain leak in a certain branch of the government. Yes. <laughs> yes, there has. The leak so, of um, extraordinary gentlemen. Yes. Um, so, the Supreme Court justices are, you know, there's the Roe v. Wade's possibly being overturned. There's a big leak. And uh, in response to the now 6-3 you know, Republican versus Democrat or conservative versus liberal, uh, you know, divide in the, the Supreme Court. There's been talk about making adding court justices like Biden, just adding court justices to sort of or court jesters. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I see what he did there. That would be more fun. Yeah. Um, so, you know, people are saying, like, you can't do that. It's too political. The Supreme Court's not supposed to be political. So I just looked into the history of the Supreme Court, um, and I'll try to be just as fact-driven as possible. So in 1789, the first Supreme Court the year was, was established. Born. The year you were born. Um, and that was, uh, you know, there were six people on the Supreme Court. One justice and five people. So we start out with six. Can you name them all? Yes. Moe, think- Larry, Shemp. Curly, Curly Joe, and the Joe. head court uh, chief justice was John Jay. It's an easy enough name for me to remember. <laughs> Sounds like a rapper. Yes. So this is um, 1789. Quick side fact is the Supreme Court, as we all know, is a lifelong position. Yeah. It's kind of like marriage. Exactly. <laughs> and just like marriage, when it was established way back when, the life expectancy was how long? Yeah, uh, fifty-seven. Marriage life expectancy of marriage, <laughs> ten years, much less. <laughs> um, so in seventeen eighty-nine, when they established a lifelong thing, uh, it was like 
life expectancy was 40. So if you got this job at like 30, you were only going to be there for 10 years. And the whole purpose was so that you could like remain outside of political, like being swayed by politics and, you know, always running for stuff. Um, but now we live the, you know what the average life expectancy is now? Probably like 85. 85 or something. No, it's like 73. 78, right in the middle. Um, so yeah, so it's a huge difference from back then. So anyway, it's a lifelong position. There's no there, way, by the way, there's no way the life expectancy was 40 years old in the 1800s. Yeah, look it up. I can't. Google it. You know what we always say? Don't Google it. Google that one. Right. Life expectancy in 1800s. I, I'm going to look this one up and bring it in next week. <laughs> All right. So that's 1789. So how long do you think it took for them to start messing around with how many court uh, justices there were? 7091. <laughs> Pretty close. 1801. So 12 years later, uh, President John Adams, he put, passed a judiciary. Oh, man, I feel like Alex. The Judiciary. <laughs> Suck it. The Judiciary Act of 1801, which reduced the court to five justices. Whoa. So they actually had a reduction. They, I, yeah. I was reading about this. They said after he got a pass. He ran from marathons to Athens <laughs> and said he won. And then he, and then he dropped dead. Yeah, they reduced Got the size in. of the court. Oh, he's but, trying uh, to inject his facts into the rest of us. Now, this is interesting. Why do you think they would reduce the size of the court so early on? Because they had already a majority of the people that were on their side probably in the court. Yes. And so incoming president Thomas Jefferson, they wanted to limit how many appointments he could make. So they cut down a whole justice just to, like, mess with him. This is only 12 years. These are our founding fathers. People did like messing with Thomas Jefferson, too. He he was a cantankerous man. Well, he was the best part of Hamilton. So if he's anything like that in real life. Um, Yeah, so this is 12 years. These are our founding fathers. We're always like, oh, you know, this isn't what our founding fathers wanted. They were real petty back then. Those were petty old dudes. Um, Politics is always petty. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, guess what Thomas Jefferson did? He expanded to like 50? No, he just undid it <laughs> in 1807. <laughs> they just went back. Oh, no, in eight, so the, he undid it immediately. They repealed it. And then in 1807, he added a seventh justice. So now it's all over the place. It's only been around for like 15 years, and they're adding stuff. They're subtracting yeah, justices. Like, there's like five, and then there's like six, and then five, and, and there's seven. seven. 30 years later, 1837, Andrew Jackson, then president, Added two more because they added more federal circuit courts. Okay. And that's how we got to nine. I like the odd number, though. I think it should be an odd number. You do? Well, then you must have hated the Civil War because during the Civil War, they added a 10th circuit, and we actually had a 10th Supreme Court justice in 1863. Well, in a way, I think I like the idea of ties, too, so that way nothing gets done, so it's always tying and like, okay, well, you know, got to move on to another issue. That's true. That's a you, Colin Quinn thing talking about the government. He's like, yeah, but it doesn't work. Yeah, no, that means it's working. Exactly. Yeah, but it, it, nothing's getting done. Yeah, that's exactly what it's supposed to do. <laughs> um, so after, so in 1863, during the Civil War, they added to 10. And then in 1866, they reduced it back down to 7. Really? This, it's all over the place. I was really shocked at how much it changed in the first, like, 70 years. Um, then finally... Um, in 1869, Ulysses S. Grant, ever heard of him? Yeah, I've been to his birthplace. Yeah, he signed the new Judiciary Act that set the number back to nine, uh, and that is what has been since. So between 
the first year of 1789 and 1869, 80 years, they went from six to five to seven to nine to 10 to six to, or yes, to nine. Is that the so, fact? Is like all these numbers just strung together? <laughs> yes. It's just how crazy. And so we've just had nine forever. And, you know, it's just crazy that we're like, oh, we could add two more. And they're like, well, that's unheard of. We should, we can't add Supreme Court justices. Back in the day, they were just adding and subtracting willy nilly. They didn't care. They're just like, hey, what? Do, how many do we need now? Um. There was another time. So right now, everyone's talking about Biden's going to add some. But in 1937, final guest fact of the night, who was president in 1937? Was it a Wilson? FDR. FDR. Um, he won a second term, but the Supreme Court was very conservative. So he uh, supported a bill that would add as many as six new justices. He wanted to take it all the way up to 14 justices. Um <laughs> No, be 15. I can't count. <laughs> Basically, the people who want to add judges just want to add judges because it's going to change something they don't want to happen and vice versa. So like it's just all about manipula it's all about manipulation. And it's that's why I don't the- like that's why I don't like the Supreme Court in the first place is because it's basically about manipulation of power. It's like, oh, we tow the the lines of whatever we're registered under. Yeah. I thought it was you were jealous of the black robes. True. You do wear that wig, though. Wait, is that? Am I thinking of Parliament? <laughs> I do like the black robes, though. I I have a set in my closet. Yeah, see, that's what I said. I think you're jealous. And you open every episode of the Fact Off by hitting the, your gavel. Yeah, I think the I think the downfall of the American justice system is that we don't make our our judges wear wigs. True. They really should. I, it makes it a lot more interesting to yeah, watch. Yeah, it, it makes them all like one level of of attractiveness. Whereas without the wigs, some are better looking than others. And you you want that general like get this person. I want to look at this person. You know. Yeah, you don't want too many babies getting hard in the womb looking at your Supreme Court justices. Give them all wigs. Exactly. <laughs> so anyway, that's my whole. Like, I just wanted to be very factual. I just thought it was interesting. Uh, that in the infancy of the Supreme Court, it took them 80 years of just manipulating back and forth and back and forth to figure out that nine is the magic number. And who knows, maybe this time next year we'll be talking about the addition of more Supreme Court justices. And then they'll take them away. Yeah, exactly. So that's like kind of interesting. What do they do with the ones they take away? We don't talk about them. They get carted off, publicly shamed. (laughs) What's What's the name of your fact? I don't know, the Supreme Court. All my fact titles are going to be very basic because no one's voting for them anyway. Yeah, I'm a basic people. bitch. Yeah. <laughs> so that's the fact all for tonight. We have, well, today, we record at night. That's why I say tonight. Yeah, our host but, was about retiring in the middle of Pat's fact. He was like on his phone, yeah. like checking scores or. I was checking scores. Um, so the facts we have tonight are the Supreme Court by Pat, Mighty Eel Banger by Mike. And How Far We Run by Alex. The best one of the night. That's pretty good. Uh, so go to the Fact Off podcast to vote. And then rate and review us on Apple and Spotify. And check us out on the socials at Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We don't really post much, but 
I'm trying. Mate. I post stuff on Twitter. No one, like start liking my stuff, people. I don't say. I, I don't, don't think my internet's working. I post every night, and it doesn't go through. <laughs> but thank you for listening. You guys have yourself a great day. Goodbye. Sayonara.